Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Magnificence Lab. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with our host, Sue Paulson. Hi, Sue. Chris. Oh, so great to see you again. I know. We've had a little hiatus, a little little break for a while, and it feels good to be reunited and talking about important things. Absolutely. Magnificent Absolutely. things. Magnificent things. I love magnificent things. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's at the time of this recording, it's November. I got to play um, golf uh, on like just on the weekend, which is super uh late into our season i didn't expect to be playing golf in november but uh it was interesting to just see you know the geese were flying south there was the migration is underway it's happening and i know that that's uh, related to the the conversation here today but share share some thoughts on your your geese Oh yes, well, and they're they're doing the same thing here. They were gathering, and and they have that that perfect V in the sky, and 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 you know the honk honk honk, yeah. which is yes, so that's cool. pretty good impersonation. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you have, to have the right you know hoarseness in your that's, voice yeah. to make that happen. Very good. <laughs> well, you know what's so interesting because it occurred to me that that at at different times in our lives we have an opportunity to be the head goose and of course the the head goose right at the front of the v assumes i guess the most responsibility it's the hardest job in many ways because of they're they're the lone one flapping where where the flapping they do helps the 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 two behind and then the two behind you know so so there's support in the back and and of course they go on leading for a certain period of time and then and then someone else takes over and takes the lead which i think is such a beautiful collaboration you know if that isn't the essence of community yeah. where there's this this shifting and changing and so so i think of our our magnificence lab community and that's the kind of of support that i want to have because I have, as you know, I have this this passion as the head goose to to be um, promoting this idea of magnificence to people and 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 helping them create their heaven on earth. And and there's lots of people that I know that are that are my age or a little bit younger who are wanting to mentor others in that same way, whether they call it magnificence or not. Sure. Yeah. It's right. some brand of saying your life could be all you want it to be and and here's how or or here's some steps or whatever so so i meet lots of people in that over 50 55 plus generation who really want to make an impact at this age and stage of their lives yeah. and say okay um whatever maybe whatever they were doing before has gone by the wayside or they've they've relinquished that and said oh now I get to do what I really want to do I have this passion inside me for something Mm -hmm. and and I know how that goes I get very very excited but sometimes I talk to two people who maybe don't get what I'm wanting to say and and they say uh well Sue how's that gonna work Mm -hmm. and and I'm going what they're not excited about this (laughs) And so then, then I'm thinking, okay, my flock isn't behind me. <laughs> I, I'm right, the lone yeah. goose. Can I survive all by myself? And I've just been tenacious enough. Well, people would call that stubborn, I guess, to yeah. stick it out on my own. But it's not that much fun. 
Yeah. And, and I faltered. There's been times in my life when, when I, I couldn't go the distance because there just wasn't the structure there for me. There wasn't the, uh, the continued opportunity to, to develop the idea and then, and bring it into, you know, from the creative idea into fruition yeah. because there were things that I didn't know how to do or, or whatever. I think sometimes when people, whatever uh, generation you're in, <clears throat> doesn't really, isn't really, I mean, I think the thing about having an idea is the idea comes hot and fast. And I think this is what I want to do. And then the implementation can often be the the long haul, you know, it's, <clears throat> and I know I'm fiercely independent. So for a lot of my life, I I would have an idea and then I would just go try to figure it out myself that whole well how is it going to work that was me in a journal or a whiteboard trying to figure out how it was going to work read a book hire a coach but it was all me doing it myself and I at the time I had the energy to do that I mean yes. in my 20s I mean I had like multiple projects going in my 30s <laughs> trying to and really get focused now I'm 47 and I'm I'm like listen I don't have the energy I had then <clears throat> doesn't mean it's any less important to me but I know that I, if if I don't surround myself with others who are doing this kind of work, who are saying, I want to make an impact. Uh, if I'm not surrounded by their energy to rely on my own energy to do it, I'll probably just not go the distance. I'll probably just not do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I've had similar experiences where I've I've let things go by the wayside. It seemed like such a good idea, and then when reality hit, you know, the the honeymoon period kind of, yeah. was, and then then the reality hits, and you go, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I don't I don't I don't know if I can make it or not, or it is a really great idea, and and I need some some fuel to keep it yeah. fit to yeah. keep it going. I also think it's important the you know the whole thing like the goal isn't necessarily to have it completed that there is a you have a vision you listening to this have a vision for the kind of magnificent impact you want to make and if you in my word if my opinion if you design it right it'll outlive you like it will you know you'll die and it'll keep going and that's in a best case scenario but the the point being there's an opportunity for you to enjoy the creating it over time and having the energy and the support to do so so that when we all get to our deathbed we're not we don't regret not having played with those ideas that we were really inspired to share with the world oh absolutely well and it can be as um i'll give a simple example of how this played out in in my own life at one point we started a, an international dinner club with a group of friends who, well, we're all foodies, right? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that brings people together really yeah. fast, usually. Yeah. And and so we would meet once a month and and each of the the courses were were divided up. So the host couple did the main course and, and somebody did appetizers, somebody did dessert, somebody did wine. And, and so we started this dinner club because we all wanted to get together and try new recipes and so on. Well, this grew and grew to the point where we had eight couples plus spares hmm. who would weigh in because there was only four um, couples at a, at a club, you know, in the, so we had two, two different hosts and uh, yeah. per month. Well, 
we moved away and left our dinner club friends behind, that club was still going 15 years later. Yeah. And I'm going, holy smokes, you know, we we didn't know what would happen to it. And I thought, wow, we started that, you know, and it started with a, a small group of enthusiasts mm -hmm. who who just really wanted to do something that that felt important. Yep. And and so, of course, well, that can expand to I mean, a dinner club in in and of itself is not that important in the, the whole scheme of things, except that um, what we learned from from uh, how to cook and and how to prepare and create and all of that and then just the the camaraderie that developed the friendships yeah. that developed out of that because we were all different and from all different walks of life yeah. so so i i think the 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 template is is there mm -hmm. it's just okay how does this translate if you have this yeah. burning passion to do something and and you've decided I don't think I have the energy to be the lone goose. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, and at some level, um, when it, when it is a, you could call it a passion project, you could call it, um, you know, uh, some sort of mentoring or impact you want to make, but when it's a new um, idea for you, it's not what you've spent the last, you know, several decades of your life doing. It's the next thing you're going to do being the head goose in a new thing on one hand can be exciting, but on the other hand can be exhausting. And so having uh -huh. structure around it, <clears throat> structure could be um, community with others who are doing the same thing. I, I, that's how I, I, if I think of Magnificent Lab, the community, uh, like your dinner group, like that's what it is. It's like, we're uh -huh. all coming together with the things we're cooking up, the the, the magnificent projects we're cooking up and we're, comparing notes and learning about the different things we had to learn to do it. You know, yeah. maybe somebody's writing a book that they've always wanted to write and <clears throat> they are learning how to use uh, Canva to design, or they're figuring out how to hire the right kind of publisher and they're sharing that and other people are learning. I mean, there's so much we can learn from each other as we're implementing absolutely our, our magnificent projects, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think the beauty of, of, this particular age and stage of life is that that we've gathered a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge about what works, what doesn't work, how to put things together. Have you tried this? Uh, what do you think about that? And all of that sharing makes the whole experience so much richer for others because we we can piggyback on on uh, what somebody else has to offer and. Um, I, I love that. It just makes life so much simpler. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that. Well, what, what final thoughts then do you have about being the head goose in this stage of life, this, with <laughs> these kinds of projects? Well, it, uh, in a way it feels a little bit daunting. If I think of myself, just because it seems as if the responsibility it mm. could weigh heavy. Sure except that I've decided that that um, if I have a flock, then yeah. then then they're going to get to be the head goose, too. It's not going to be just up to me. Uh, yeah, that there's I, yeah. I might, uh, you know, form the structure and 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 lead it to get everybody into the, the yeah. whole thing. But then other people can weigh in at different points and and we'll all benefit from everybody's support yeah. and inspiration and so That's on. Great. I love that. I love that. 
I, I really appreciate a peer-to-peer approach to community. You know, like we're all just walking each other home. I don't have your answers. You don't have my answers, but together we can take turns being the head goose and, and um, bringing energy to that, which we're all headed in the direction of. So those of you interested in learning more about Magnificence Lab, you can go to magnificencelab.org. Uh, if you if you also add forward slash invite, there will be a video of Sue and I there where you can um, hear more about the community specifically and an application button where you can fill out an application. So we'd love to have you um, be interested and we'll follow up with next steps after you fill out an application. So. Absolutely. Just bring your magnificent feathers <laughs> and come fly with us. That's right. <laughs> So good. Awesome. Sue, thanks for a great episode. We'll catch you in the next one. Will do. Looking forward to it.